You're listening to the Take Him With You podcast with Rick and Amy on the Stitcher Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 227 for the 9th of June, 2013. I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. Stick around, we're going to talk about what toys you played with as a kid and what it means about your personality. go welcome everybody yeah welcome how's everybody doing i they can't answer us they're out there well they can if they email us or podcast land whoa that was interesting what was it your garbage can fell over well that's nice right here in the (laughs) studio live it's because we picked it up and put it up on top of something else because I vacuumed your studio today. Aren't I a Thank nice you. wife? Yes, you are. Now there's not dog hair all over it anymore. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's very good. Yeah. So today's going to be a fun podcast. We're just going to have fun today and mm-hmm. talk about some of our favorite childhood toys. And then I've got a great uh, analyst thing at the end to tell you wh- the, t- the toys you played with, what that means about you. Now, is this just something you made up off the top of your head? Well, you're going to have to find out, aren't you? <laughs> okay. I'm sure many clinical studies gonna, have been done. Are you going to tell everybody about what I gave you early for your for our anniversary? I don't think that's really counts. And, you know, you wouldn't like it if I gave you, like, a kitchen appliance for your anniversary. I don't know. I could really use a toaster. <sighs> <laughs> I just don't think that a magic mesh counts as an anniversary you don't gift. Think so? No. Because it it aids to your comfort. Folks, she bought your... me a magic mesh because I mentioned that I wanted one for my studio so that I could open the door and let some more yeah, air in. So that you'll be comfortable. And, and if you haven't seen the magic mesh, what it is is a it's basically a piece of mesh that has like magnets a, eighteen on magnets on it. That uh, when you go out, it lets you out, and then when you step away from it, it the magnets pull it back together and shut it so that the flies and bugs can't get into your house. But you can go in and out, or your pets can go in and out. And it'll let fresh air in without letting flies in. Right. And so that's what she says is my anniversary present. Thanks, dear. I thought that Thank was so a much. great anniversary present because it aided into your I was happiness. Just gonna, I was just going to buy it anyway. Well, I beat you to it, though. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you did. I'm I, I okay. Am I have so a, a conf- practical. Okay, I got a confession to make. Okay. I like the as seen on TV department at the you department do. stores. I know you do. So. And it's because they're gadgets, and I like gadgets, and so I'll go stand in front of the as seen on TV department. At Walmart. And, and other places that have it, too. Mm-hmm. And I'll look through all of them and see and kind of look at them and play with them. And We've actually bought two things from the Aztec. Three, T- actually. Three? Yeah. Well, I know we got our, our new hose, which Pocket hose, by the way, which works great. It works great. Um, what a great investment. I would like another one. And then I got you the Magic Mesh screen door. And I bought the French fry cutter. 
Which, which is already broken. Because I, I, okay, I put it together upside down. And so when I went to go through this potato, it stuck. And then the entire thing got stuck together and I couldn't get it apart. And I had to break it with a hammer. So that was not a good deal. Well, it would have been if I would have followed the directions. It was made cheap plastic, though. No, it was pretty pretty hard plastic. It was pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. not sure. About I saw that. it advertised on TV, you know. Oh. Okay. And then I got one because I wanted one. Mm-hmm. But you know, one thing, I I know we're getting off on the subject here, but one time my daughter and I saw something we wanted. It's really embarrassing though because the Wonder Bra is in the in the. Uh, as, you know, I think TV it's thing. a genie bra. Oh, the genie bra. Like, do you think that genies wear bras? I don't know. Let's get off that subject. My daughter and I saw Jeez. something that on TV well, that we there. thought that we should go together and buy. Oh, no. And so we call, and they, it's like this automated thing that instead oh, of Oh, you just, mean infomercials now? Yeah, it was an infomercial. So we call, and... Instead of just getting it, they wanted you to buy. They they asked if I wanted to add like ten different things and mm-hmm. pay shipping and handling on these ten. You different get them free things. plus shipping and handling. And it was like seven or nine dollars or something for every shipping and handling thing. So, so by the time you're done. So so I ended up not buying it at all because. It would have, they kept on going on and on and on and on. It was like 30 minutes. And I just wanted to buy this one like $10 item or something. That's why you don't call them. You either go to the website, which takes six to eight weeks, or you just go to the department store and you find the as seen on TV thing and you buy yourself the magic And you don't have the the high pressure sales Mm -hmm. to buy 10 more items and pay 70 more dollars and shipping and handling. That's crazy. And wait six to eight weeks. That's crazy when you can walk in and grab one. Yeah. And just get the one. Okay. Now we have another thing in our house, but we never use it, even though I would like to. We have the meatloaf pan as seen on TV. I bought it for my daughter for Christmas. And I actually use it as a bread pan once in a while, too. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's a size. Do we have any bread. other as seen on TV things? Hmm. I don't I'm think so. I'm not sure. You're more of a gadget person than I am. But I bought you the the screen. And I actually think it was a pretty good deal because a screen door, if you were to it's go very to expensive. Home Depot or yeah. someplace, it would be $100, $200 yeah. for a screen yeah. door. Yeah. And this was like $15. You just told me how much it was. Well, you've seen that. I mean, yeah, sorry. But we're also thinking about... Ruined it for me. We're also thinking about ordering some tulips as like a joint um, anniversary gift. Yes, because one lip is just... It doesn't work. You got to have two lips. Oh, mercy. But one thing I'm excited about is if we remember and order our tulips before the 15th of June, which Mm -hmm. they won't get here till November, (laughs) but... If we order them, we'll get 20 free double pink tulips. I'm not really crazy about the pink. I love the double tulips. The double tulips are cool, but I don't know about the pink. I like pink. By the way, our garden is growing great. Mostly, yeah. I, I find Pretty awesome. Our I, gutters are cool. I planted some peas tonight. 
You didn't even know that because you I were podcasting. No, I don't didn't know I was podcasting with my friend Chris. And I have um, I got the back garden where I have potatoes planted. I've got it all ready to plant some bush beans there tomorrow. Oh, good. Yeah, I like so bush beans. All ready to go. They're yummy. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. I was podcasting with Chris today for mm-hmm. the Ragtag Fugitive podcast, which comes out when and this podcast you, comes out. You edited another podcast. Yeah. I, Jen Rhodes and I did Treks in Sci Fi podcast mm-hmm. on Buck Rogers in the 25th century. You asked me if I wanted to do that one with you, but... Um, you told me no. Yeah. You know, Buck Rogers, I loved the show when I was, like... Let me in, just say a few words. grade school. Debbie, 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 Debbie. Uh, hey, Amy. Um, so, I liked it when I was in grade school. Uh-huh. But it's kind of like... It didn't of, hold up too well, did it? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. you know, the spandex, like, satin Well, I held suits. up fine. I'm, we're talking about I the uh, the plot, so. and the acting was really not the so The acting great. wasn't real great. You can get the entire two seasons mm-hmm. on DVD for 20 bucks. I believe it. <sighs> you know what? Jen said the exact same thing. Really? Yeah, she, I said you can get the whole. I was very excited about that, and she goes, "Yeah, I believe that." <laughs> and I went. So did she think it didn't hold up very no, well either? No, she, she didn't think it held. You up know, very well. I kind of felt like it um, had a lot of exploitation of women. I don't know, know. Colonel Colonel Wilma Deering. She was a strong. She was a strong character. Princess Ardala was pretty strong. But she also wore skimpy metal bikinis a lot. Well, I mean, if somebody wants to wear those. Yeah. Okay. I don't personally. I don't think I would look that good. It would kind of look interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some guys dressed up as Slave Leia. At Comic Con. Oh, um, yeah. Not. Like I don't want to see it again. I'm just yeah. just saying. You've seen it in pictures since we've never actually gone to a Comic Con. Someday. Maybe. Someday. I over think they should the hire rainbow. you to do your Star Comic-Con. Trek parody songs. Don't you think they should hire you to do your Star Trek parody songs? Sure. Guess what? What? One of my Star Trek parody songs was played on the Ten Forward podcast. The Trekmate family podcast. Okay. They played Which my uh, my uh, my Into Darkness parody. Mm. That's not my name. Or JJ's to blame. JJ's to blame. They anyway. They interviewed me on the Ten Forward podcast. You can mm-hmm. look it up on Stitcher Radio or iTunes, or just type in trekmatefamily.com. And you will find the Ten Forward podcast, and you can hear what I thought about the movie. And I talked with some really cool people from all around the world, and then they played my song, which was really nice of them. That's Thank cool. you, Trekmate family. By the way, Wayne, my buddy Wayne mm-hmm. Emery, he's the man. I'm just saying right now, Wayne, you're the man. Oh, shout I, out to Wayne! Shout out to Wayne. Okay, we have to do one more sh- shout out. Love I you, have buddy. To be careful how I pronounce. Yeah, things. you do. Um. I when you posted on Facebook that we were going to record our podcast, uh-huh. um, one of our friends down in New Mexico 
Alan is his name. Mm-hmm. Said, Alan. Said, say hi to all of the listeners for him. All of your listeners, he all said. So, hello, all of you listeners from Alan. From Alan. In so New Mexico. We said that. I like Alan a lot. He's a really cool guy. <laughs> uh, we should have him on the podcast sometime because we don't get to talk to him very much. He's a cool guy. I, I like I reading his posts. I have a feeling you two would get in We get along, yeah. Because you're both really zany. Zany. Now, folks, how many people use that word on a regular basis? (laughs) You're sitting around in a conversation. You look at your husband and you say, wow, honey, you're really zany. Well, if they're married to you, they would be familiar with the word. Zany. It's kind of like. I'm Rick Zany Moyer. Rick Z Moyer. Rick Z Moyer. (laughs) A nice, somewhat crazy eclectic fun kind of guy i'm not eclectic okay i'm more eclectic you're more zany <laughs> jen said i was weird I'm even not. when i was a kid she said i was weird she didn't know me when i was a kid <laughs> you're laughing because you know that i was weird when i was you a kid you had pet chickens and you thought you called your dog a robot <laughs> no, I didn't call my dog a robot. Rotar. Rotar. Your ro- but Rotar was a dog. No, it was Tobar. I thought it was Rotar. Well, there was Rotar as well, but Tobar is robot spelled backwards. <laughs> okay. Never mind now. You just leave me alone. <laughs> so um, I wasn't that weird. I was we, weird. Should we but... talk about what's happening at our house, or do you want to play a spot? Well, I did some work for a good friend of mine. Um, actually, a couple of good friends of mine. Wayne Henderson and Troy Hines are both good friends of mine. Uh, we've met over the internet, and we've been friends for quite some time now. And both of them listen to our podcast, and they have gotten together and are going to be hosting. Well, actually, they have the first episode out now of Under the Dome Radio podcast. And mm-hmm. it's all about the new Stephen King series, Under the Dome, which is coming out. I can't wait. I think it's going to be good. You know, I'm kind of curious about it because, like I said last week, I was surprised that I, I kind of liked Haven because I didn't think I'd ever like a Stephen King kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Stephen I, King, Well, I don't really. like... You know, like horror movies right. or horror books. I but just this looks interesting. I'm hoping it's going to be yeah. good. Yeah. So we'll see. So why don't I play their promo for the new podcast they have? Okay. And then we'll come back and talk about what happened at our house. Stick around, everybody, and watch out. Don't get caught under the dome. What if your entire town was trapped underneath a mysterious dome? What would you do? Who could you trust? In the upcoming CBS miniseries, Under the Dome, the citizens of Chester's Mill will ask these very questions and much more. Join radio veterans Wayne and Troy this summer for Under the Dome Radio, a podcast by and for fans of this must-see TV event. Now, Troy, if fans are also Under the Dome, wouldn't you recommend that they join us for the fun? Wayne, even the Viking fans can join us. I mean, who better to collapse a dome and save the people of Chester's Mill? All summer long, join us and become a dome head at underthedomeradio.com.
I'm going to be a dome head. Are you going to be a dome head? Well, we'll watch. I'll watch the pilot. And I decide. hope it's going to be good. I hope it's going to be yeah. good. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Well, Haven was on for several. I never got into it. I you think. did, but I didn't. You know, it was kind of weird. Kind of weird. Yeah. Hey, it, by the way, one of your one of your uh, stars of the show you like uh, just got uh, arrested for sending uh, ricin through the mail to uh, President Obama. What? Yeah. What shows that? The Vampire Diaries. They actually one of the one people. of the stars of the show. Really? Sent poison to a senator and to the president, allegedly. Huh. That's really odd. And and now everybody knows you watch The Vampire Diaries, which I can't even believe I you ever believe. watch. I never would have started She's ashamed watching. of it. She doesn't want I to talk am. about it. I, I am can embarrassed. Tell. The reason why I'm embarrassed because I never thought I'd watch anything with vampires. The show you really it, want to watch because it sucks. I never thought get I'd it? watch it. Did you get it? My kids started watching Twilight, and so I watched all the Twilight or listened to the books. And then my Crazy. my son's fiance was really into Vampire Diaries, and he started watching it and got my daughter and I watching it. And so I'm kind of embarrassed that I watched it, but they should just say uh, it's a teenage soap opera with teeth. Yeah. Basically. And dead things. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, they just graduated those, so I'm not exactly sure. Vampires and werewolves graduated. When when your vampire and your werewolves graduate, what do you do? They go to vampire and uh, werewolf college. You think so? You think that's what they're going to do? Actually, there's a spinoff if you really want to know. Oh, no. Are you kidding there's me? There's a spinoff now. Can you really get your teeth into this one? I'm not sure. But it's going to be about the quote-unquote original. It's called The Originals. And it's the a, originals? supposedly about, yeah, I've heard about the, it. The, the first vampires, which according to the folklore of this series started from like these vikings that came to america like before recorded history had anyone come to america and um their mother turned them into vampires yeah yeah and so it's that family line that those are the original vampires supposedly and so i guess the series is going to be more about that original family. Okay, well... Instead of the teenagers, that was a teenage soap opera mm, vampires okay. one. All right. It's going to be more about the original family vampires. Yeah. I know. I can't believe I watched that. But, you know, you do think sometimes when you have teenage kids that you can't believe that you're... You know, because you want to stay kind of current of what they're doing and know what they're into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you you seem distracted. No, I'm okay. okay. I just got a prayer request while we were talking. Oh, is everything okay? Oh, yeah. not really, but that's okay. okay. We'll talk about it later. So what happened this week at the Moyer household for you? For me. For well, you. This week was kind of challenging because um, earlier in the week, I had a couple job cancellations, so I had kind of a light schedule the beginning part of the week. And then you had two days of craziness. But then because 
I had a couple cancellations. I felt bad that I wasn't going to be bringing in enough income from my side of things. And so I took on a couple extra jobs. So I ended up working three jobs on Thursday and three jobs on Friday. And by the time I came home Friday, I was very sore and very tired. And I was kind of like on my face. You were a little grumpy. Grumpy, tired. I think I apologized. I said, I told you to go to bed early. And you said, I don't think I can get up. Yeah. I said to you, I'll be a better wife tomorrow. Sorry. (laughs) Have I been a better wife today? Except if I didn't cook you dinner. No, you didn't. I didn't. I made corn on the cob for dinner. And we had we we, we cleaned out the freezer together yeah. today. We had this bonding cleaning out the freezer. I don't know if that and was called bonding. It was called can we get this stuff out of the freezer? That we, was what it was to called. find you know like organize it so we put like meat on one shelf and fruit on one shelf and vegetables on one shelf. Yeah. So now it looks really nice. Mm-hmm. And when we were cleaning it out, we were excited because we found a couple of bags of frozen bread rolls, you know, like rolls. I haven't had rolls dough. in months. And, you know, there's some leftover probably from Christmas and some leftover And they were freezer burned, but we ate them anyway. No, they weren't freezer burned. They were in plastic, good heavy plastic. So <laughs> we we had enough to make a pan of rolls. So and that's that sounds really odd, but I ate rolls dinner, and corn for dinner. Which wasn't really great for diabetes, so. Well, I took insulin. Yeah. Corn's not so bad. It's but hey, for lunch, Catherine and I made really good salad straight from our garden. Yeah. I got spinach and spinach romaine. and red romaine yeah. salad. So we had some good <coughs> stuff at lunch. Dinner was kind of, um, yeah. Not I so edited good. a video. You did. Got all done with the big fancy video and edited and edited and edited and sent in all the. Uh, examples and then edited from a list of things and then looked for work because I didn't get any jobs. So I, I got about three bites on jobs, but no jobs. Yeah, but you were finishing up the video job you filmed last week. Yes, and then, um, yeah, we're just... And then we got a, a very nice um, gift for our anniversary in the mail today, so that helps too. So that'll help pay bills, yay. Yeah, so thank you. <laughs> You know who you are. Thank you. That was very yeah. kind of you. And, and you can pray. Please uh, pray for more work for Rick yeah. because I'm doing my best on my side of things to stay busy and and jobs coming in. But you know, really from the first of the year, we did really well all the way until now. And then now it's been real. Well, real. when you do freelance, though, it goes up and down. And yeah. even with my job. Last year about this time, it got pretty hard, too. Well, and, and even with my job. I had one um, fairly regular job that they just told me that the husband got laid off, and so I won't be doing that. Yeah, but you know what? Every time that happens, something opens up. Something else opens. Yeah, and it's the same thing with me. Is I'll have uh, I did try a brand new service that I'm going to be working with, and it's called Hit License, and they Mm -hmm. are um, a company that you submit a pre-done song to. And then if the people like your song, then they pay you for the license rights to it. So um, I'm going to try that. And there's some all the way from $500 is the lowest that I've seen on there mm-hmm. to uh, $10,000, $20,000. So 
So I'm going to start working with them a little bit and see if I can get any bites there because I would love to do some more professional um, things. Yeah. And that would be good. And I can use music that I've already established that are on my albums and stuff. So that'd be kind of cool. And if anybody would like to help us out, you can buy one of my albums or both of my albums or all three if you want. Uh, they're on cdbaby.com. Just type in cdbaby.com and then type Rick Moyer and you'll find all my stuff. And they're very affordable. And they're also on You can also get them on iTunes. iTunes, too. Yeah. yeah. You just go to iTunes and, and I think type in Rick Moyer. probably like on Rhapsody and stuff like that, too. Yeah, but... Spotify and a bunch of different things like that. Yeah. But but uh, unfortunately, on those ones, I don't make very much money at all. Like mm-hmm. nothing. But on iTunes, I make an okay amount it's not the best cd baby is probably the one where i profit the most they take the the least amount right they don't take as much commission out of it yeah and Mm -hmm. so i end up i think i end up making what like four or five bucks out of an album which is pretty good i guess yeah so if you want to buy my Stargazer album or my MW Orbit album, you can get the MP3 downloads for on Amazon or on iTunes or on CD Baby. Mm-hmm. And that would help us. And you have some individual singles on there, too. Yeah, 99 cents. And, man, you can rock with Rick. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I like most yeah. of your music. Yeah, most <laughs> of it. Yeah. So I- that's kind of what I've been up to this week. And then... Uh, it's been fun to work with Nathan on the video project and Ivy, and that's been fun. Mm-hmm. And gosh, I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff. I've been, gar- been doing a little bit of gardening. And, yeah. And for the most part, I've been looking for work and busy. So, yeah, I mean, I've, trying to get work. I've been gardening every chance I can get. <laughs> and playing with Jade. I've made a commitment now since I'm working for a, a company in California that exercises dogs. Mm-hmm. I've now committed to Jade. Oh, Jade. Jade the Wonder Dog, to making sure she gets out and plays every day yeah, for at least 20 today, to 30 minutes. Today when I was gardening, I threw her um, toys for her yeah. a lot. So I'm sure she got her 20 minutes in. But yeah. you were podcasting a bunch. so I did. I had a busy couple of days here. Yeah. But it's been good. So yeah. yeah. So there you go. That was kind and of my we're week. Trying I'm to, sure I had more things. Um, Father's Day is coming up. And I'm preaching have, again at the Baptist mm-hmm. church again. And our daughter's doing her finals. So I've, in between gardening and cleaning my house, I've been. Oh, yeah. At, we at should tell answering everybody. questions for Catherine. Yeah, she's doing finals week, but she's also going to be wrapping up her fundraising for the plane ticket to Africa. Yes. And she's a few hundred dollars away from. Enough getting, for the plane ticket. Getting enough for the plane ticket. So if anybody's listening and you want to help out um, our daughter go on a mission trip to Africa, she has raised uh, how much she, now? I think she needs about 500 She needs about $500 more. Dollars, but she's raised like, ticket. Has she raised like 1500 or so? If all the pledges come in, she'll have like 1500 Which is really great. She's done a great I job with that. I think she has 1200 in the bank now, but there's a few other people that said they were going to give. So right. They... And we want to say thank you to everybody mm-hmm. that uh, that has given to that. That's really cool. It's a great opportunity for her to go and help a school full of children that need help. Yeah. And I think that's really cool that she's brave enough at 17 years old to get on a plane and go with a couple of other folks to Africa, to Africa. and help with a school, which and is to, really cool. And to encourage also the workers that are there full time. Yeah. You know, I think so that's good. That's so that's really cool that she's doing that. So if you feel so led, um, you can go to 
helpmegettoafrica.com. I registered that for her and then helped her with the website. It's helpmegettoafrica.com. And uh, if you want to help give to that, there's a PayPal address on there. And you just click on that and uh, she will get that money. And she'll thank you a lot because she thinks that's really cool. And she will use it to go to Africa. Yeah. She already bought her passport and got all that stuff put together. We have to get a couple more shots still. Oh, should I not say that? In front Don't of say you? shots in front of okay, me. Okay, immunizations. There you go. Because right. some of the things I, I think are pills, like for okay. malaria, for malaria stuff, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So anyway, if you feel led to help with that, that would be really cool. Yay! Okay. It would. So um, <laughs> and we're doing a, a car wash. So if you're local next Saturday, we're gonna be yeah. Come doing let us wash your car. Wash. You can even buy it if you don't live local, but you want to support Catherine. You can buy a ticket. Yeah. On her help me get to Africa dot com yeah. website for the car wash, the pre sales. Mm-hmm. And someday when I meet you, I'll wash your car. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna help with it, so that should be fun. Yep. Should be good. Yeah. Okay, so anything else going on before we move on? I I think we're kind of covering it. Um, my son's fiance's birthday is this week and Father's Day, and it's coming oh, up. So we have, and my my niece um, graduated Graduate. from. She's a full fledged paramedic, paramedic. Yeah, and she's awesome. she graduated great. from Fire Academy. But she got a bachelor's Congratulations, Larissa. in emergency medicine today. That's pretty cool. So we're pretty excited for her. So if we're I have any emergency, she'll be okay. She can help me. The other day, she she did four. What are they called? I don't know. Um, the thing where they put the um, tube down the throat to so they can breathe. Um, it's tracheotomy? A, no, it's not a tracheotomy. It's another thing. They don't cut anything. They just Gross. Tube down. Innovations? Stop. Innovations. Anyway. I don't want to know about that. She did four in one day. <sighs> She's, um, it's Can so funny, though, because I found out that she did those in the hospital, but she actually likes the emergency ones better because she, he, she said it at the hospital, they're really slow. Okay. okay. <laughs> so Just, I thought, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> okay, that's enough. No okay. more medical procedures. Well, she played college basketball, uh, and that's really fast-paced. So I think she's just used to things going a little bit faster. And Okay. Yeah. Well, wow, this is a fun podcast. Anyway, my niece rocks. She's, she's going to be a great paramedic. So she we just is. need to pray for her to find the right job. Correct. Yes. And okay. she's a full-fledged firefighter, too. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that everything? Yeah. Was there anything so. else you wanted to say? I'm good. We can go on. All right, everybody. Stick around. We're going to be talking today about the toy, your favorite toys in childhood and what they mean about you. Hmm. Stick around. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I think the my favorite toy was my was anything that wasn't mine. Oh, yeah? Really? You know, that's how it works when you're a little kid. Okay. In fact, my earliest memory is not a very good memory. Oh, I think I know which one it is. I broke my brother's Jungle Book record. And I don't know that he ever forgave you. 
Yeah, I just remember I was in a high chair. Uh huh. We were living in the little the little house on Morgan Street, and I remember the outside of the album cover was the Jungle Book. We had mm-hmm. one of those big stereo consoles, mm-hmm. you know, the big Herkin things that looked like, like my a, uncle had. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that had the turntable, and it, it was, was really long and, and big. big and heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyway, we had that type of thing and then that's they would play you who who i want to be like you who who i want to walk like you talk like you who 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 that one yeah well somehow i got it in my hands mm-hmm. and I, I don't know how i got it in my hands in my high chair i have no idea but i remember smashing it against the sides of the thing and it breaking into a billion pieces and my brother was not happy that's all I remember, though. You know, I I know one way we can get something spiritual into this podcast. Oh, great. What about? What, huh? You brought up Jungle Book. Do you know that there's a, a scripture quoted in that Are you going to go movie? like, what? The script, there's a scripture quoted in the movie. where There's a lot of scriptures quoted Jesus, in a lot of movies. But Jesus said... Greater love has no one than this, and he that lays his life down for a friend. And they quoted that scripture. Who did? Um, it was. Was it the big bear? It was. I think after one of the bear, the bear, or the jaguar, or a cat. It's been a long time, but <laughs> one of them sacrificed himself for the little boy. Mowgli. Mowgli. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they quoted that. Well. Yeah, there we go. We got our spiritual party. Now you can She was really worried about, about that because we just wanted to have fun today. And she, of course, couldn't do that. I, I have a hard time not getting something serious in there. Something <sighs> thought-provoking. You're talking about I think it's toys. very serious about the, okay, the toys ahead. we played with when we were kids. Because toys. toys are important things in our lives. They were more important to you than they were to me, I think. But well, you know how it goes with... Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. See, my family didn't really... If you sit on my lap today, a toy, a kiss, is the price you pay. Remember? Remember when when Burgermeister, he says, and I saved it for you. And Burgermeister pulls it out. Uh, A yo-yo? I just love yo-yos. And this is kind of the difference with the list I made up compared to the list you made up. Because you don't know what kind of list I made up. I saw it. Dang it. Um, How come you cheated and looked at my list? Well, because my family, growing up in a fairly conservative Christian family, not that we made a big deal about Santa one way or another, but our like holidays and and birthdays were more about our faith, and our family. So there wasn't as much focus on Santa Claus and material things. Okay. We didn't usually have stockings. I mean, we had a Christmas tree, and we gave exchange gifts, but we also, like, read out of the Bible at Christmas and sang hymns, and it was more focused around faith and the meanings of the holidays. It's People the, don't always get toys. I'm not talking about just Christmas. I know. I play with toys more than just at Christmas. Even at birthdays, we would get one gift from our parents, often something that we needed, like a coat or... That's not a toy. I know. We didn't always get toys. But the toys we got from my grandpa, I was going to bring this up. 
my my grandpa and I still have every toy he made me. <coughs> he made really cool toys and my some of my favorite toys I played with were a doll bed that he made me and then my grandma made me homemade little doll quilts. Okay. To go with it. And then my grandpa made me a dollhouse and he even made little tin can furniture and welded little little um stoves and I still have all of that today. There were a couple pieces that, that got destroyed by a puppy, but we won't talk about that. But most of the things I still have. Okay. And those and are those were your meaningful. favorite things when well, you were a kid? They're my most sentimental things. He also made me a little card boat, which sits actually in your studio. Yep, it's right there. It says Amy, mm -hmm. the little one. I don't know if you can see it from that angle. It was the one that I had when I was really little. This he one gave over here? me, no, you can't see it. There's a little tiny rowboat he okay. gave me when I was little. I got the bigger one that says Amy when I was 19. So, um, yeah, that was right before he passed away. He gave me that. That's pretty cool. One. Yeah, but he, um, my grandpa made all kinds of toys, and those were really special to me. Um, when I thought about store-bought toys that I loved the most, um, I had a Light Bright that I really liked, and I liked... Um, I liked the Light Bright, too. We had a Light Bright at our house. Mm -hmm. And I And you I plug played... that in, and then you could put the little plastic pegs into the black construction paper. Mm -hmm. Yep. And at then, least that's what the version of ours was. And then there was something that wasn't necessarily my toy, but I loved playing with it. It was my brother's. Oh, what was that? Was the Spirograph. Spirograph. I remember the Spirograph, where yeah. you take the pens and the paper, and then you would put mm -hmm. the different... Um, Rotating like um, they look like gears, mm -hmm. and you'd put your pencil or your pen into one of the things, and then it would. And you can make patterns. Yeah, you made all these really cool patterns. And designs, yeah. And designs, yeah. But um, spirograph. But I, I've always liked making patterns and designs. The light bright, I would. Cause I mm -hmm. liked making my own patterns and my own pictures. Are you seeing a pattern in the things that you liked? Yeah, and I loved. I would spend hours drawing and painting. Um, oil painting and drawing as I got older. Did you like sketchbooks and stuff like that and pencils and, mm -hmm. and pastel stuff? Yeah, I did some pastels, but I, I did a lot of just sketching with pens and pencils. And then when I got older, my mom got me oil paints and wow. I took um, painting lessons. So those are the kind of toys you enjoyed. I love, and, I, and as, as I think about today... My favorite things, like when I garden, I don't just make rows. I don't do boring rows when I garden. Um, I just we just built a new um, raised bed, mm -hmm. and everything I have, I have little patterns. So I have shapes. I have like triangular shapes of the different lettuces and spinach, and so. I still like doing um, patterns and designs, and even with the dollhouse my grandpa gave me, mm. I would cut pictures out of catalogs and put them on the walls and make little curtains <laughs> and stuff. You're funny. So I've always liked making things pretty and having designs and patterns and things. Makes sense. Yeah. So what is, 
what does your list what is your list and what does it say about you? Well, I thought about what I would put on my list and I remember a few of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Um and I I just remembered a couple of them that I really liked. When I was a kid, they had these these uh, submarines and these little diver guys that you would put pellets in, mm-hmm. and 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 then you would put them in the bathtub or wherever, and they would actually go up and down and swim and stuff, because what what happened is air would get captured in it from the bubbles, mm-hmm. and then it would go up and then that would be released and then it would go back down and go back up. Don't remember what those were called, but I really I remember that as a kid. Enjoying that type of thing, but but way back when, mm-hmm. as a little little kid, I liked my 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 uh, brothers and sisters' toys. But I remember some of my favorite things were the, those little temporary tattoos, you know, that you would get in, at a carnival or in, in Cracker Jacks. In Cracker, right? If they had tattoos mm-hmm. in Cracker Jack, that was awesome. And you'd wet them down, and then you'd pull it off, and you'd have a tattoo. You have to be patient and count to thirty, though. Yeah, oh, that was tough. <laughs> that was tough. But I also remember um, one of my uh, favorite toys that I didn't really get to play with too often because it was kind of a hassle to set up and we didn't have a room to do it in. We just had to clear off the, we'd like move the, the dining room table. But I loved playing with like a, we had a real train set hmm. that had a really cool locomotive. And I can still remember the smell from it because it was electrical and it was smelled like electric electricity because that's what the tracks used what are you doing oh just looking at our cat okay he was doing weird things okay so um what i did i remember putting that together we had a big oval shaped track that we would have to put together and like i say we didn't have that put on like plywood or anything so when we put it together we'd have to put it all together and then we would plug in the the electrodes and everything and then turn it up and down and yeah, we had cars for it and everything. But that was more of a shared toy that my brother and I had. We also had a race car track set that we really liked. And the same thing. You have to put it all together. And then you remember those little ones where you press down the slot cars? And you press down the thing and they were electric. And, and you would race the cars around the track? You know, my cousins had a, a track and they had like... um. Matchbox cars or Hot Wheels. Oh, you're that talking you about Hot pulled, Wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You pulled back, and there was kind of like a. Oh yeah, we had that too. Hot Wheels. Then, I was just gonna say those were really cool. Yeah, but I I kind of had more like I played with dolls and house. And we had a Hot Wheels I thing that you could do cars. You, was battery operated, and you could take the cars and put them through, and then the the little rubber, um, like uh, what do you call them? Like wheels would shoot them out the other side and it would mm. put them around the track really fast. I, I didn't ever play with like cars when I was a little kid, but Catherine, your sister got, got Catherine a Barbie um, VW Bug oh, convertible she loved that, thing. that you she could drive so around. It yeah. was like a... Not like physically drive around. But like no, in it, it was... You Barbie put the could. Barbie in it yeah. and it was a remote control Barbie She's car. She's a Barbie girl. In a Barbie world. That was pretty cool. Catherine really liked that. One of my other favorite um, toys as a kid, and especially when we could get the accessories that went with them, were cap guns. When we were kids, we would have the uh, we would have the the Western guns. And they smell like um, gunpowder. Gunpowder. Yeah, and they were the caps were these red rolls with little round 
um, pieces of gunpowder uh, within the paper, and you would feed the feed them through the hammer, and then when you pull the trigger, they would go off. And then they came out with sophisticated cap guns a little bit later, when I was just about out of the cap gun you, phase. You made sure our boys got those. And they were like these round things that you pressed into them, uh-huh. into the thing, and then when you shot them, they had a lot bigger sound to them than the cap guns. But I remember playing with caps. Uh, it was so fun when we we could buy like uh, they would sell them in ten packs, mm-hmm. and the rolls would have like five different rolls in the ten packs. So you got fifty rolls of caps, and you could play all day with those. Wow! I remember that those were really really fun. You don't see that much anymore, but at the time, man, I had the coolest uh, the coolest. Of course, it probably wasn't very cool, but I thought <laughs> it was cool at the time. So I remember that, and then of course um, some of the um, cool things when I was small again were like, uh, do you remember Shrinky Dinks? Yes, I remember we made our own Shrinky Dinks when I was in 4-H out of liver lids. Liver lids? we go to the grocery store uh-huh. and we'd ask to have some of the lids that would come on the little plastic containers that you could buy liver in. Okay. And we'd We'd ask for those for our 4-H group, and then we would draw on them with um, permanent markers uh-huh. and then cut them out and put them in the oven, and they'd shrink. Oh, well, we didn't have that excitement. We had little sheets of paper that you bought, or they weren't paper, little sheets of plastic. Yeah. And then you would draw colored different things on them, cut them out. Sometimes they had patterns and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you put them in the oven, and they'd shrink down. I don't know what we ever used them for. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but... I remember as kids, we thought it was cool. <laughs> you know, the other one that was really popular when I was a kid uh, was the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. Big popular. But the counterpart to that, because a lot of girls would get the Easy Bake Oven. My, I, I was always interested in it, too. One. I, I wanted one, too, and I was a guy. But I I'd, babysat my younger cousins, and they made them. Well, the, the guys, what we got was mm-hmm. called the Incredible Edible Machine. And it was fantastic. What it was was a heater that you would uh, you would get these different molds, and you get like spiders. It had all sorts of different kind of molds. Make kind of like jelly candy or exactly. something. Exactly. And then you would pour the the liquid into the the molds, and then you'd close them up in this little cooker, uh-huh. and then the light would go off, and you open it up, and you had basically gummy candy before gummy candy was popular. Yeah. And we would make things called. Um, the Incredible Edibles, and that's what it was called, The Incredible Edibles. And mm-hmm. boy, we we used to be so excited because we would go through a whole package of the of the gooey stuff, and then we wouldn't have any for a while. And what do you do with an Incredible Edible machine when you don't have anything for it? Nothing. So you'd have to wait to save your money up. It's kind of like the Easy Bake Oven stuff, too, because we got one for Catherine when she was little. Mm-hmm. Or maybe someone in the family got it. I can't remember. I don't but remember. You there's these little tiny mixes that you can you ha- you yeah, can buy to make yeah. it. We did find out that you can use other like mixes, but it's really hard because there's such small amounts. Yeah, that'll fit in there. Yeah. so it was it was kind of it was crazy. crazy. It was, but I I do remember that. And, and you then... bake it with a it bakes with a a light bulb. Yeah, yeah. the heat from a light bulb. It takes a long time. A long time. For one little tiny. (laughs) Oh, I think what Catherine 
ended up doing sometimes after her mixes went out is she would I think sometimes use like the the break and bake cookies that you could get and she would put those in the easy bake oven but yeah. it would take so so long, long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was crazy. crazy yeah I do remember um, we had a stairwell at our house when I got a little bit older and I loved playing with the slinky Mm. Remember a slinky, a slinky. It's fun for a girl and a boy. Yes, you know. Did another, you have slinkies? I think I had one. I I don't think I liked them, but I, I wasn't into them as much. And something else, I don't know. If, I can't remember if I had one or if I, I just played with friends. Were the hobby horses or the, you know, the bouncy ones? They're oh, I remember those. The ones that you sat on. They were the, like they were like exercise balls. Yeah, but with they horse had head like on a them horse and handles. head and handles, and you yeah. jump around on. Well, they're them. called a hobby horse, weren't they? I I thought or, so, but I don't remember the name of them. But they were a lot of fun. Oh, a pogo stick too. Did you ever have one of those? Um, I I think I might have used one of my brothers. They were very challenging. You know, another thing that my grandpa made mm-hmm. were stilts. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got the romper room stomper rooms. And they were like stilts, except they were a, they were like an upside down pail that you would get sand out of, you know, that Uh you would build a sandcastle with. But they were more sturdy. And then they had um, a round rope on them. Mm -hmm. And you would step onto them and then hold onto the ropes and you could walk around taller than you really were. Mm -hmm. And they were from romper room. You know, I they think made them popular. The show a, Romper There's room. a lot of things I think that we did when we were kids that they don't make those kind of toys anymore. No, they really of, don't. Of lawsuits of kids getting yeah. hurt. From- well, that and I notice now there's not a lot of toys where you have to get refills of things. Mm-hmm. It's all you know. There's a lot more battery operated. I and mean, we had battery operated stuff. Oh, one thing I didn't write down, which is going to be really odd, but. Um, I had friends of the family when we were on vacation that my cousin had one of those cool electronic football games. Oh, this yeah. This is when I was like 11 or 12. Yeah, those and were And we cool. were visiting my cousins in California, and I loved playing with their game. Well, a friend of the family who was a grown man, he had one, and he hardly played it. Uh-huh. And so he gave me his. Oh, my gosh. And I was one of the most popular kids in sixth grade because... They were cool. There was only, like, two kids in the class that had that electronic football game. They were awesome. And they were really cheesy, but they were really cool. Yeah, but I got really good at it, and I could beat a lot of the boys. You know there's an app for that. I have an app for that. (laughs) I think I have it, too. I put it on your phone. I had it. At least I had it at one time. Yeah, I could play that. Did you ever do Model Rockets? No. Estes model rocket kits. We did the I did those a lot. My uncles actually. You did those with our lineup. with our kids. Yeah, so. it, but the problem mm-hmm. with those is that we always had again to save our money up for the engines. Mm-hmm. Cuz once you shot them off, you didn't have them anymore, but it was like being able to play with fireworks. I remember at other times of the year. I remember a couple of Father's Days when you and the boys built them and go went and Yeah. So I'm not sure. I think they enjoyed it, but I think you guys I've always liked model rockets. I I would actually make them now if I had time and a place to blow them off. But 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember having all sorts of cool ones. Um, as I got older, mm-hmm. my toys changed. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, the coolest toy. My grandpa and grandma would spoil us and they would bring us really nice toys. My mom for, and dad didn't have enough money to buy all those fancy For me, it was ones. my single uncle. Yeah. He He's the one that got me the Barbie dream doll head well, that you, you could yeah. put makeup and curl right. their hair and stuff. Because my parents, like I said, we had a big family. Yeah. And my parents were pretty conservative in, in a lot of ways. And so, like I said, they would buy us like a coat for Christmas well, or something we needed. I remember getting a package... And I opened it up and I just freaked out. I was so excited. It was really popular at the time. And it was called Simon. And it was it was based on the, the game Simon Says. Except it was colors and sounds. I remember that it game. It was a round disc like my, a flying saucer. My um, brother Larry Four different had colors. One. Yeah, it had mm-hmm. four different colors. And you would turn it. It had different games. And you would have to match it. And follow it. It would do a pattern, and then you uh-huh. would have to follow it. And it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger bigger. And I think bigger. it was about the same time that um, the movie, was it Close Encounters or something, I I came out? Could have been, yeah. And it had that tune you can da, 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 Yeah. Yeah. That you could do you that almost got it, it there. I know. I'm not very good at remembering tunes, but... You but are I too. remember I remember you could do that on Do you remember Merlin? I don't think I remember Merlin. Merlin but. looked like an old cell phone, the old kind, the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. And it had, um, it was it was really interesting. It had seven or eight different games that you could play on it. But it was a, before its time even, I mean, it was, you clicked on like a, um, you clicked on like a touch sensitive screen. It wasn't a screen though. It was individual buttons that you clicked like a remote control. Mm-hmm. But you would do different games like they had the Simon game on it. They had... Uh, strategy games and some different things on it but it was red battery operated it was really cool mm. my friend gary uh hampton posted the really cool sound machine that i had when i was a kid mm. and that you could do like you could do like it was a baby synthesizer my parents hated that just hated <laughs> that really bad but uh yeah i remember simon i remember merlin one of okay, there were three favorites though that i had as I got older. Most of them were loud and obnoxious, right? No. One was the Evil Knievel <laughs> stunt set. Okay. Which was really cool. They had developed this really cool motorcycle. Evil Knievel was the guy that did lots of stunts back in the day. Uh-huh. And they had developed this motorcycle that he sat on, like an action figure, that had a gyroscope in the back of it. And, he, and you had a crank. And you cranked it on this thing. And then you hit a button. And he would take off. And it would do wheelies and everything. It was really cool. And you could put it over ramps and all this stuff. And I played with that thing for hours and hours and hours. I jumped it over salamanders. I jumped it over the swing set in the backyard. I jumped it over my friends. They came over and played with it. And and I was so excited because one Christmas, along with that that uh, set, I got the uh, like the motorhome that went with it that he would travel around in the evil Knievel motorhome with the awning that came out and everything. Uh, talk about awesome. Yeah, it was did, a great, great your, thing. Did your grandma and grandpa Moyer get you the motorhome? No, home? that was from grandma and grandpa Hanson. Oh, really? Because your grandma and grandpa Moyer always had motorhomes. <laughs> now, my mom and dad got me something that I really loved because I used to love the $6 million man. Okay. And they got me the Steve Austin 
action figure. Did he do karate chops? He did. And the other accessory that came with it was the fembot, which you could take. He could be Steve Austin or you could pull his mask off. And then you saw all the circuitry inside of his head. He was a uh, robot. And you could put you different faces on him. Did you call him a fembot? That's the name of him on the show. Yeah. Really? They were called fembots. Because the original uh, ones for the mad scientists were girls, and so they called them fembots instead of robots. Oh. You don't know any of this, do you? Well, I watched The Six Million Dollar Man for about and two The minutes. Bionic Woman yeah. when I grew up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I watched, it's kind of in the same category. Well, I've watched for them after I grew Buck up. Too. Rogers. I know. I know. I know. But I had the Bionic Man thing, which was great. But um, I like there, the my bi- last. I like The Bionic Woman, though, too. Yeah. My last toy. What? Was when we turned 13 years old in our family, mm-hmm. we never got gifts anymore from the uncles and aunts or the. Nobody gave us gifts except grandma and grandpa and mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And so, then even after 18, then even. Then it got even. Yeah. Even scarcer. <laughs> yeah. So when we when I was 13, I'll never forget all these. The younger kids were getting toys and everything, and I didn't have anything in front of me at our Christmas Eve thing and kind of was bumming out a little bit because i'd been spoiled you know yeah and then this package came for me Mm -hmm. and i opened it up and it was so darn cool it's called blip Hmm. blip was the very first electronic handheld game that it, it, it they called it electronic but it was just it was amazing and kind, it kind was a bunch like of gears and kids, um when they got Game Boys. No, when they were no, 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 no. It was the game. Remember the game Pong? They they come out with Pong on a video game. It was the very first video I game. I remember playing Centipede with blip, one of my blip, friends. Blip, blip. Well, Pong was the first game ever. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a takeoff on Pong, and you had three numbers, or three or four numbers. I can't remember. And you could play with an opponent, and you wound it up. It had batteries for the LED that was that you saw the ball going back and forth, mm-hmm. but the but it was all mechanical inside, so it made noise like zzz, like the gears moving and everything. But you had to anticipate where it was going to land and push the button down before it landed, and it would send it back to the other person. And it was called Blip, and it was the last big toy that I got before. Before I didn't get any more before I grew up. Toys. I don't think you have grown up, though. No, because then I bought my own toys. Yeah. And we when we had kids, matter of fact, I'm looking around in your studio, and you have a Commander Data. That was a toy Sue gave me. You have a Kip, a Napoleon Dynamite, a Darth Stay Vader head. Freaking chips, Kip. You have a... But my lips are really bad. Is it a Yoda, Mr. Potato Head? Mm, yes, that was my gift from my friend Al. And a um, Star Trek um, shuttlecraft. Yeah, that was also from Sue. And and there's a a big box. Oh, stop in the it! In the room that has your stop l- it. your light. Um, Whatever. Your phaser from Shh. Star Trek and yeah. You still have lots of toys. We should probably go and see what other people. We have lots of comments. Talked about when you what posted their favorite on toys Facebook um, the Evil Can Evil. I did a picture of it, and uh-huh. uh, Amy said, "My not you, another Amy. Mm-hmm. My aunt, uncle had one of those, and some Rock'em Sock'em robots. 
You've I had those too. We love the rock. I forgot to say about Rock'em mm-hmm. Sock'em Robots. We had those. We played with them and played with them and played with them and broke it and then fixed it, broke it and fixed it. And we loved that game. Pete said original G.I. Joe and a Charlie McCarthy. I had one of those Vanquilla- too. Ventriloquist. I have dummy. a picture of me with that ventriloquist dummy on my lap. I've, I've got it on Facebook. I'll have to show it to you. Hmm. But I was just a little kid. Okay. And I remember my because I was doing I would go in and do shows, comedy shows uh-huh. for my family. And they finally got me a ventriloquist because it was really popular back then. It's not anymore, but it was then. And so mm-hmm. I, I learned how to, well, I couldn't I wasn't very good at it. Scott said he had one of the evil Knievels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Evil Knievel. My buddy look up I just realized that my childhood friend, my very first friend, Jeffy Bunch. He says Jeffrey now. He actually liked the picture. Oh, that cool! I didn't oh. know that. I didn't know he even read my posts. Jeff, you're mm-hmm. so cool. He was my first friend ever when I was a little kid. Do you want to read Michelle's? Oh yeah, Michelle says, "OMG, that right there was my favorite toy. I had that one, and the one where he was on his chopper. Oh my gosh, I would have killed for that." I remember after Mount St. Helens erupted, I made this canyon next to the curb with the ash, and I put some water in it and made a ramp and had Evil Knievel jump over it. Ah, the good old days. I actually still have one Evil Knievel somewhere in my grandparents' basement, but he's naked because I lost his clothes and they were ruined from crashing in the ash canyon. That's funny. That's very funny. Thank you, Michelle, for that, and Scott, and Pete, and Amy. You might have to help me with the next one. Simon says with some of the words. He um, says, I'm going I'm going to go with my Optimus Prime G1 Transformers toy. Okay, yeah. Transformers, more uh, than meets the yeah. eye. That one. Transformers, robots in the, the skies. skies. No, not, not not robots in the skies. Robots oh. in disguise. Oh, in disguise. Because they were sorry. like trucks. And um, That's I, funny. Robots in the skies. Uh, well, they got big and didn't some of them fly? That's hilarious. Yeah, they did. Okay. They, I, he had Jetfire, Hound, yeah. Starscream, and Megatron as well. He loved mm-hmm. them. But alas, he doesn't have them any longer. He is tempted to buy them again, which I thought was hilarious. Because I probably would, too. Not really a toy, in fact. It, it isn't. But I used to love cutting Superman out of my comics around 1979 and running to school, holding him out, pretending he was flying. Innocent, but great times. Aww. I remember doing that kind of stuff, too. <laughs> Hope says my favorite was Smokey the Bear stuffed toy, Aww. which I still have in my blue swim bike with the banana seat. Banana seat. seat I remember those. Sadly, I don't have that one anymore. Oh, that's fun. Darren says, my favorite was a fake defibrillator with a handset to call the hospital. And it came with fake syringe and a fake stethoscope. was great to play along with Emergency, the TV show. (laughs) Remember Emergency? I remember that. I don't know if I remember that John Gage. Remember him? He was the the, uh, Mm -hmm. one of the the, uh, characters, the paramedic. I'm not sure. Was that the one with with a firehouse? I yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I probably do remember. It was an emergency, then. yeah. Um, Alan says, my brother had an evil Knievel toy. He figured out how to make him go up and down a Hot Wheels track aimed at my head. Ah, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that might explain why Alan is, is um, zany like you. 
but how, zany is how, that yeah how come you're zany uh, did your brother shoot uh, my, hot my brother hit me head? with pipes and everything else so yeah. oh maybe that explains yeah oh this was great our friend shirley uh, wrote etch a sketch and slinky etch a sketch man i played those with those fun. so much i wore my etch a sketch sure out I, I can't remember if i had one but it was, Gosh, it was fun cool when thing. i got to play and with i was them. always fascinated by how an etch a sketch worked you mm-hmm. were pretty cool awesome yeah. oh look at this one what does mike say um he says erector set you remember those I didn't have one, but oh. I think I might have seen. It's like building things. Right? Yes, it was mm-hmm. like you had like rivets and and bolts and metals. You could build all these really cool things. I remember awesome. some friends of our family that I used to play with a lot as a kid. They had Lincoln logs. Those were a those lot of were fun, fun too. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Jen, our friend Jen, mm-hmm. who I did the podcast with this weekend for Trex and Sci-Fi, said my favorite toy was my Ewok Village playset. Oh, yeah. I bet I played with that thing for hours on end. Uh, As a side note, we had a stand of oaks in our back pasture that I dubbed the Ewok Village because it looks so similar. To this day, my entire family calls it that. Oh, and I also had a -a Rub-A-Dub dolly, which I loved until I cut all of its hair off and colored its face with markers. What? (laughs) I was two or three. People stop buying me dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Ma- Molly said a swingy doll. Never heard of that before. She actually danced, though. Um, she danced with you for real, and mm-hmm. she put a little link for it. So the, the doll did a little dance. Yeah, and then Mark, our friend Mark Daniels, uh, said G.I. Joe. And I remember, I forgot to say that I had a whole bunch of G.I. Joes, and I loved them because we would put... Um, like twine and string up from the barn, from the from the hay bales and stuff, mm-hmm. and we they we would make our GI Joe, uh, you know, go down them, and it was really fun. We we loved playing GI Joe. It was a blast. My friend Dewey and I. So now I've got we've got more. Yeah, I'm trying to scroll down to where. Scrolling, they were. scrolling, scrolling. Okay, I think I. You think found you found it? Uh, yeah. Um, you have a picture of a Stretch Armstrong. Oh, I forgot to talk about Stretch Armstrong. I loved Stretch Armstrong. He was a really cool toy that, um, that was filled with, uh, goo that got, the colder it got, the harder it got. Mm -hmm. So if you warmed it up, then he became stretchy and you could, he was out of stretchy material and you could put like rubber was his skin and you could pull him. And he would stretch out really long and everything. But to get him to go back solid, you'd put him in the fridge or the yeah. freezer. And, but unfortunately, um, you couldn't They'd keep this. He it. would get holes in it. And they actually had Band-Aids with the, with the kit when you got him. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to put Band-Aids on him. And eventually, he They'd would get too many holes. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and you just have this sticky, gooey stuff that would come out of him. But I loved playing with Stretch Armstrong. He was awesome. Um, Alan says, I had Stretch Armstrong. I was just thinking about him the other day and mourning the day he got a boo-boo and all the red goo inside. Yeah, he had red out. goo. They, I think they later turned it to blue because they thought that red was too violent. Too, yeah. I um, said so mostly, though, I had all the Star Wars figures, uh, all of them, and the Death Star playset and oh the Millennium gosh. Falcon. That's awesome. I, You know something? I can't remember having Star Wars toys. 
you which had, is really weird. You had number one comic book. I though. oh, I did. I love that. But oh my gosh. But we don't know what happened to it. I had one, two, three, and four. Wow. Although I had all the way up to six, the original ones, which would be worth a lot of money now. But yeah, but mom threw them out. Yeah, mom. Well, you know, you can only take clutter for so long. Yeah. Um, Troy said, "Man, I remember that. Awesome." I guess referring to stretch. <laughs> um, so, do you want to read some? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was paying attention to we'll see what how much time we had left. Okay. Um, Jude says she had the Chinese jump rope and a set of jacks that could entertain us for hours. We also liked paper dolls because we could design our own outfits. I liked paper dolls too. And I remember playing jacks on the uh, on the playground. I never really figured those out very well. Yeah, they were <laughs> that cool. and marbles. People did jacks and marbles. Lots of jump rope stuff. Oh my gosh! Yeah, all the I, time. I did a little bit of jump rope, yeah. but yeah, Linda said chatty Kathy, and she still has her. Oh wow. Let's see. Uh, Troy says, well, seeing as I still have intact in the attic Voltron, all five metal lead-based paint lions that connect together to form a defender of the universe. Yes. That's mm. awesome. Okay. Um, Phil says, Agent Zero M Major. No, Agent Zero M. Okay. Major Matt. Mason, G.I. Joe, Hot Wheels, mm-hmm. Johnny Lightning. Ah, yes. Mr. Kelly's Car Wash, <gasps> Mr. Peanut Butter Maker. Maker. Wow. A lot of these things I've never heard of. Supercar. I had so many favorites and a few wish list items like Fireball, XL5, and the Spaceship and Submarine. They used to advertise in the comic books in the 60s. That's awesome, dude. Phil, that's awesome. Gareth says, okay, so I had, running off the top of my head, Ghostbusters, He-Man, Thundercat, and Big Tracks. I was more of a computer games nerd. What are you doing? Oh, Catherine came in here, and I was trying to figure out what what was going on with her. Did you want to say anything, Catherine? No. You didn't have any favorite toys when you were a kid? Oh, I love Barbies. Yes, you did. And Polly Pockets. Yeah. I was very girly as a child. Yeah. Greg says he likes Hot Wheel cars and, and track, although he preferred racing marbles to cars. I remember marbles. I didn't talk about my marbles. I had marbles. And you know what's <laughs> really sad? you said you had marbles. Well, I lost them. <laughs> you knew I was going there, didn't you? You're so funny. You were going to say that, though, weren't you? You know, we were talking. I don't know if you heard, Catherine, but we were talking about how... Your aunt got you a Barbie dream car. I think we gave it to our great niece. It was a convertible. It was a purple convertible. No, no, was it lime green? It was purple. Purple convertible. Yeah, it was a um, convertible VW Bug. And it. It was a remote control car, yeah, so you can. So I could. So I'd have my Barbies like Ryan in style over the house. Ah uh, yes. yes. Our our friend Justin emailed us. Oh okay. And he said. Uh, there were my Star Wars and G.I. Joe action figures. I used to spend hours as a kid setting them up just right so I could have the battle between the two. I love playing with those toys. Unfortunately, when I got into high school, I thought I was too big for them and sold them at a garage sale. Not a day goes by that I wish I still had them so my boys could play with them now. Uh, Justin from Rockford, Illinois. Isn't that interesting? 
Yeah, I wish I had some. Of course, I tried to buy all the stuff for my kids again, but it didn't always work out. Yeah. And they didn't have some of the toys, you know, that they had then. Not anymore. And now they don't make a lot of this stuff. Some of them are considered unsafe or toxic. Yeah. yeah, So (laughs) So this has been fun going down memory lane, talking about our favorite toys. Now let's talk real quick about what it means, uh, what your favorite toy means uh, and what it means for your personality. Are you ready? Go ahead. Okay. As we end up here. Now, if you were into video games. Not me. Okay, well, if you were into video games like Atari and, Except for I did and like television football game. and PC Not games sure and stuff like that, well, then it means that you were adventurous, okay. you weren't afraid, you're not afraid of technology, and you were goal-orientated because you had to make it to the next level and so on and so mm. forth. Now, let's say you played a lot with action figures. No. Okay, action figures says that you are a protector and uh, you like heroes because you want to save the world and help people, and and you want to, uh, you know, you want to protect people. Okay. So that was people with action figures. Okay, so far it's a zero, pretty much. If you really like dolls, and pets, yeah, then you were you were basically have a compassionate, and a nurturing heart and a big heart. That was me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay, how about strategy games? I know we didn't talk about board mm-hmm. games and stuff, but we have lots of games and stuff. I, I wasn't as much into that. Now, we have one son. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, both of our sons really like competitive well, games. If you like strategy games, mm-hmm. then your personality is more plotting. It's creative. Um, you're more organized and intelligent because you have to think about things mm-hmm. in order to figure out how to get around them and in and, 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 and them. Um, how about this? If you were into spaceships and Legos and Erector sets, that means you were adventurous, you're curious, you're logical, methodical, uh, most likely went into the field of engineering or or some type of place where you could design things. Um, so that was okay. some people really enjoyed. Footballs. Let's say you're in sports equipment. That means you're tough. You're capable, you're competitive, and goal-orientated. Sports and stuff like that. How about your easy-bake oven in your kitchen set? I I didn't have those. Well, that would make you more into hospitality. Catherine just said she loved her easy-bake. Hospitality, serving, pleasing others, food-orientated. You're really in that type of thing. And a lot of people that like that kind of stuff would become chefs or bakers or uh, waitresses or service-orientated people. Helping okay. people out. Um, military toys. What if you were really into the G.I. Joes and stuff? Well, your personality is kick butt. You don't put up with any crap. And you help people overcome obstacles. And those are some of that tells a little bit you about didn't you. didn't have anything about the artsy toys I talked about. Well, the artsy. I mean, I could tell you what the artsy toys one is, is all about. You know, because I like the They'd spirograph. Be, be creative. The, the light bright. You would, you would fit right in with the... Uh, with the erector set and stuff, you, you're curious, logical, methodical, designing. Well, I like Lincoln logs because yeah. yeah, I didn't have them, like but I played with architectural them at a type house. of stuff. I love designing, yeah. drawing houses up plans, and drawing that, up plans. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I made all those up myself. Okay. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. But I thought it would be fun just to talk about our favorite toys, and that's all I wanted to do. Yeah. And you're like sitting there going, there's nothing really spiritual about it. Yeah, there is. Okay. Yeah, there is. You know, I I do think, though, that 
but God makes all of us to be creative. I mean, he's very creative. And I think that when we He had to be creative get, to create me, I can tell you. I that. think when we get our children toys, we're encouraging their imagination. Come with me. And, you know, you know, a lot of us, and you see. and I both grew up in the country, so... We both grew up playing outside a oh, lot, yeah. playing yeah. with our animals, our pets, and our cows. And I had chickens. a lot of imaginary things that I did. Uh, yeah, I, I had whole worlds. I played space. I played gunfighter. I played robot gunslinger cowboy. I I mainly played house, but I played with my animals. And I, we had at one time, we had well, like a, a collie kind of dog. So I play like Lassie. <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. Well, I read a big article actually in prep for this oh, about wow. um, how toys can determine your career, hmm. and how um, there was a, at, at one point in time because of the the uh, prejudice and sexist nature of our society, mm-hmm. uh, women were discouraged from playing with scientific type of things, and and they were pushed into doing stuff that was traditional in the term of I think what women both do. of us kind of grew up with more gender specific toys for the most part sure. we had some but, that crossed but what over, this but... did was it created a great void of women scientists and uh, ladies that were in the scientific field mm-hmm. and they were talking about the they did a survey of what those what the people, the women that worked in the scientific realm mm-hmm. in the sciences and stuff, what they played with as kids mm-hmm. versus what people that were women that weren't in it, completely different. Really? Mm-hmm. So w- the theory behind it all is that we need to have a diverse things that we let kids play with because mm-hmm. uh, and then watch what they develop with, mm-hmm. which you ready? Okay. Is spiritual because the Bible says to train up a child in the way he should go. And when he's old, he will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. But when you read the actual scripture, when you get into it, it says, encourage, basically encourage a child in the avenue or the bent that he's gifted at. And mm-hmm. when he's old, he won't depart from it. So it's really interesting to look at that. And basically, if you do what the natural thing that God has created you to do you'll be very happy in your life and your career will take on those type of things. If you do things that you that that are not in the way that you are made and vented in, mm-hmm. then you're going to have less success. So isn't that interesting? Well, you know, I know with our children, we tried to pay attention to things that they were good at and that mm-hmm. they enjoyed. And um, I remember from a very young age, our oldest son, was really into computers and yeah and we encouraged and, him in that and now he makes a living doing computer um, work doing it work and he and like filming and he like cameras mm-hmm. and all that stuff so matter of fact we have a, a little tape of him doing a, like a radio show with me on the radio i remember that but but the, he ha- he also made oh yeah, yeah, tapes yeah, yeah of radio shows they were pretty hilarious but you were a dj yeah so he grew up around that but our other son was from never the, from, did anything no, like that from day one he wanted a hammer he wanted nails he wanted, he wanted to wood. build things yeah. and, and, and now he what does he do as a working. profession and he's a professional carpenter now yeah he's an intern and uh, so they're raised apprentice. in the same home and yet they do totally different work yeah. and and they're just 
different kids and that's yeah. okay that's yeah. how god made them yeah so it's interesting though that you when you watch what kids like to play with and what they like mm -hmm. to entertain themselves with it goes along a lot with what they're going to do later on in life so mm -hmm. so there you go that was our show for the for you know i mean we just toyed around but it was kind of toyed cool. around <laughs> that was very punny thank you Thank yeah. you. So how do they get a hold of us if they want to? You can to? get a hold of us at our website, um, www.takenwithyou.com. You can email us at rick at takenwithyou.com or amy at takenwithyou.com. Mm -hmm. You can also get a hold of us at our Facebook pages, um, facebook.com forward slash rick.moyer or facebook.com forward slash amy.moyer. And remember this. Be that mom or dad or that uncle or aunt. Or grandma. Or, or grandma. grandma or grandpa that gets the cool toys mm -hmm. for your grandkids or your kids that encourages them to do what they're Encourages their imagination That's or right. encourages the things that they're interested in already. Or... Get cool toys. Yeah. It can it can help, definitely. Um, also, this has been... I mean, Moyer Multimedia LLC Production. Copyright 2013. All rights reserved. Wow, you did it. Great. Barely. Now, I, I got to find a toy to play with while I'm rendering All the this. gardening has made me um, kind of woozy. <laughs> I'm tired. All right. Thanks, everybody. It was great to have you along. Um, I'm not sure what we're doing next week. I don't have my thing in front of me. So, uh, Your thing? I'm my thing my schedule thing oh okay my thing i don't have my <laughs> thing in front of me i don't know what you're talking about what are you talking about my ipad maybe anyway thanks I, for joining I us have your ipad okay we'll be back next week of course with another exciting episode of take him with you all right thanks everybody
Gunslinger Cowboy I wanna be a robot Gunslinger Cowboy I wanna be a robot Gunslinger Cowboy Like your Brenner I'd pull my gun And shoot at my foe My eyes they sparkle With that android like glow I'd chase them down Like I was malfunctioning Wearing black And sporting my sling I wanna be a robot Gunslinger cowboy I wanna be a robot Gunslinger cowboy I wanna be a robot Gunslinger cowboy Like your Brenner Gunslinger cowboy like your Brenner 